Welcome, welcome, welcome to Walking Through Glass, the podcast with your host, Dr. Dina C. Brown. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you. I am coming to you live from Orlando, Florida, where I am attending our John Maxwell International um, Training and Certification, and I am so excited to bring you the letter H in our shift movement. Yes, I said it, the letter H in our shift movement. Remember, it's all about we're going to get over our ish, and my shift philosophy, my shift system actually helps you do that. So we started with the S and so I'm going to do a really quick recap and the S and the shift is about doing those self checks. How are you talking to yourself? What does your self talk sound like? What are your commitments to um, yourself? Um, how are you showing up? How are you doing? Do you ask yourself that? Do you ask, actually say to yourself, how am I doing? And if you don't, you should. Why? Not because it's good for me, because it's great for you, right? So the S is all about the self-check. Now, the shift is in progress, right? This is shifting season and it's happening now. If you truly want to begin to live your very best life and want to actually begin to show up for you, then you have to do something. And if you keep doing what you used to do, you're going to keep getting the same results that did not work. And so you pivoting around looking for what, who, why, stop it. It's over. Time is now to move, to shift. So how do we do that? And that's what this five part series is about is how do we actually begin to make shift happen? So it starts with the S that by doing the self check. Okay. What's next on the agenda? What's next is the H. What is the H? You need to humble yourself. Okay? Humble yourself. You need to get the ego, the E-G-O, the ego out of the way of your excellence and start to be able to move forward in your purpose and what you're called to do. And I say that with a whole heart because when we, when we allow our ego, right, to take precedence in what we're doing, it is skewed by sometimes um, a faulty perception of who we are and the expectations of how we, what we deserve, how other people should treat us because your ego will make you believe and think that you're a 10 and you're really a six and your ego will have you hanging around with fours who think you're a 10 because they've never seen it before. But in reality, if you put yourself with other tens, you would realize you were a six. So what do I mean by that? Is this about tearing ourselves down? Absolutely not. It's about building ourselves up 
And in order to build ourselves up, what we have to do is become self-aware. Hence, we do the self-check first and let's get aware of who we are. What are our strengths? What are our opportunities for growth? And then we need to humble ourselves to say, oh my goodness, I'm going to need to get started. And in that start, many times you're not supposed to be starting and doing it all on your own. And if you could have done it completely and totally on your own, then why hasn't it been done before? So you have to ignite, you have to start, you have to be the catalyst in your own greatness. I'll say that again. You have to be the catalyst in your own greatness. And when you begin to formalize your intents and formalize your journey and and all the action steps that you need to get to your and to really live your best life and walk in your truth, you will see beyond a shadow of a doubt, you will see, you will know, okay, what you can do and what you must outsource in your personal development. Yes, you sometimes have to outsource your personal development. And what I mean by that is you may need to get a coach. You may need to get in a tribe. You may need to form and get either form or be a part of a business mastermind. Because when you realize that you cannot do it all and you humble yourself, it's when you now open the door for all the possibilities and all the opportunities to grow you to that next level and to put you in that space where you are optimizing every aspect of your time, your energy, and your effort. And when you do that, when you do that, then you will grow to be unstoppable. So humbling yourself is actually a way to strengthen you from the inside out. So let me share with you a really quick story as we kind of wrap up this, this H piece, you know, what it means to really humble yourself. So I'm a speaker, love to speak. I have a natural way with words. It's It's part of who I am. It has been since I was a little girl. So I never have to really work hard to speak and put words together. There's like this divine download. However, when you become a professional speaker and you begin to speak with intent and for impact and for influence, you got to do some work. Okay. And the hard part for me is that I never had to do work. I go out, I walk on the stage in a minute. I'm very comfortable with being on the stage and I'll talk. No problem. I don't care. You know, say what I got to say. And people are like, wow, you're inspiring. You're motivating me. They feel all of these great things. But here's the truth of the matter, right? Although I have a natural giftedness in that space, for me to go to the next level, to be a top paid, highly paid speaker, I need to do some work. I need to actually prepare, right? Prepare my talk, practice it. And here's the beauty of practicing. And it should not look hard. When you're up there, it should look super easy right? It should be so easy for you when you get there because of all the millions of hours you put into it. So the meme out there that says, you know, or the the sharing when they share that for 
Beyonce's one-hour, two-hour performance at Coachella that she practiced for eight months. And how long have you been practicing for what you want to do? How much extra work that you put in to get good, get great, be awesome? These are things I was saying to myself, mind you, not, you know, chastising you, chastising you. So yesterday we had the opportunity, um, to present and to compete for stage time at the conference. Now here's where I say that ego thing is right. Well, I did not spend months and months, months in preparing right before the final cutoff date and time to participate. I submitted my video to be included as a, as a finalist, as a candidate. Well, I was selected. I submitted one video and now again, I'm a great speaker. And I was selected to go and compete with 36 other individuals. And I got to, when we were doing the, everyone was sharing their talk, their, their, their three minute and see the longer, the easier, the shorter, way difficult. And we had time constraints. I mean, it couldn't be over three minutes and we needed to get down to two minutes, 50 seconds, just in case you, you kind of ran over. That was what the expectation was. So you might think, oh my God, that's not, that's, that's not a lot of time. It's a lot of time, especially if you carefully crafted your message and you've practiced, practice, 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 where you can breathe it, practice, practice, practice. So I'm sitting there listening to these amazing speakers who put in months and months and months of work on their talk, on their story. And they were phenomenal. And as I sat there thinking about my work and thinking about what I submitted and I realized, Dina, you got to do better. You actually have to do better. You need to practice. You need to really boil down that other signature piece and, and have your three, five, 10, 15 minute talk. But those three minute ones are hard. You need to be able to get in and get focused and be impactful. And so late last night, the selection of the 10, so from the 36, there will be 10, right? And in those 10, I wasn't selected to be a finalist for the stage for today. And I was not surprised. And I was like, good, good, great. And you know what? Cause I didn't put in the work. I can see that these people who are, are, you know, being on stage is not, doesn't come easy for them. So they had to overcome and they pushed and challenged themselves. And even those people that were really good, you can see how they had practiced and had just nailed it and fine tuned their messaging, every nuance of it. And I didn't even spend one, one hundredth of a fraction of time preparing, but yet the feedback that I got from my peers, others, they absolutely loved my talk. It was refreshing. You're a great storyteller, your stage presence, your confidence. My God, you were fantastic. I got that all day, but the person making the decision, who's my speaker coach said, I want to pick a variety. He told me, Dina, you have great stage presence. But did I have the best talk? No. Did I deserve to be on that stage? Yes. Should I have been one of the 10 finalists? 
possibly based on my peers, but did I do the work to make sure that I was a hundred percent convinced without a doubt, certain that I would have one of the spots? No, didn't do the work, but guess what? I know that I've humbled myself to say, Ooh, girl, you need to, you need to up your game. You see, I am not interested in being the very best person in the room because that means I need to go to a new room. I'm interested in being the best version of me. And to do that, I need to surround myself with people who are better than me, who are more gifted and talented than me. Not just in the delivery, but in the preparation and in the design. So. I'm telling you, shift is in progress. It's in season. And I'm so here for it. And I'm very much here for you. This is part two in the five-part series about shift. I am Dr. Dina C. Brown, your host, bringing you your daily dose of vitamin Dr. D, which is medicine for your mindset. Because, honey, you better get over yourself so you can lead. Get out your own way. Do not allow your ego to interfere with your excellence. I'm not. I am still a masterpiece in progress. And I'm loving every part of the journey. Because once you do that self-check and you're aware... And then you monitor your self-talk of how you're speaking into yourself and asking yourself those questions, checking in, making sure you're present. And then you realize on the next part of this road, this journey to shift is to humble yourself so that you can really, you've already been made aware and now you can really begin to take action. As tomorrow we look at the I the eye in the shift. I can't wait to share that with you. And I love every part of this journey. So I thank you. I appreciate you for helping me grow to my next grader. There's more phenomenalness to come. I am not settling for anything less than my very best. And you shouldn't either. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you even more for sharing I appreciate you, and I look forward to bringing you more impactful content in the days to come and another phenomenal conscious conversation, which will drop on Sunday. So have a fantastic day. Be great. Be amazing. Be the best version of you. Realize that there is shift in progress, and you are a part of it if you choose to be. So you've now done yourself check right you did that that was your last time so mark and i didn't post yesterday and this is this is one of those things and i kept saying oh, i'm gonna get to him and get to him and do it before i go to bed i'm gonna do it but here's the unique part of that i couldn't have done it yesterday morning because i didn't have that experience i just shared with you until yesterday morning right and i didn't find out last night to after 10 p.m of the lesson the, the effort, the affirming of the lesson that I knew, I knew was to come. So 
Timing is everything, and your shift is happening now. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being part of this podcast. And as we walk through the glass together, remember, I am my sister's keeper, and we are going to embrace the journey together. Have a great one, and look forward to talking and bringing, talking to you and bringing you part three of the shift movement. Have a great one. Bye-bye.